Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the 42nd episode of Avocado and Honey. If you haven't already, please go ahead and tune into the latest episode where I had the lovely Mars Mercury. We were talking about Raw RTV and what it is to be a creative and what support means to us and just all sorts of things that you might be interested in. So go ahead and check it out and be sure to follow Raw RTV on um, YouTube as well as, as well as Avocado and Honey's YouTube channel and Avocado and Honey on Instagram. Now today I have a lovely woman, a woman I've been dying to meet. I've been hearing so much about her and you actually heard about her as well. She was on Okisha of the Give Back Tour. She mentioned her. She um, basically, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce her. Her name is Rosella. Rosella, how are you? Hi. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here. Yes, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> You're really so nice. dope. I just You're start dope, by like, saying for that. for this room, like if if anyone could see the room that she booked right now <laughs> for free, you will understand why. It was good meeting up today. Yo, if you're in the NYC area and you're creative, Brooklyn Library is where it's at. They have so many resources here. Um, they have green screens where you can record podcasts or um, audio, music, whatever you want to record. So, yeah. So, um, Rosella, for the I've known about Chalk Heroes for a very long time, and I thought it was amazing from as, as soon as I heard about it. And I didn't know that, like, someone that I knew who knew you, who's the one who started it. So, basically, let's start here. What is Chalk Heroes? Um, so Chalk Heroes was developed uh, when I was in high school, but it wasn't called Chalk Heroes. Mm -hmm. It was called Peaceful Projects because I used to go into the projects, visit my friends, and I used to feel like it wasn't so peaceful. I always felt kind of drained. And I'm like, what is going on here? So I'm in high school. I don't know much about what the thought, the seed that I was planted in my head was going to grow into. Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, I want to make a, I made a Facebook page. And the Facebook page was whack. Nothing happened. No movement, <laughs> no action. I didn't even put um, positive messages in the projects. Like I, like, I wasn't confident enough in the idea. Mm -hmm. So I stopped for probably like two or three years and the idea came back to me. Um, and then I watched the movie The Wood. Hey. And I seen them doing chalk on the ground. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I can do chalk on the ground and write messages to people. Like, I could do that. Mm -hmm. So that's when the idea sparked. And then my friend, my good, good friend, Kiera, she helped me come up with the name Chalk Heroes. And I was like, let's go with it. And then, so basically, it's a spiritual intervention community development program. Mm -hmm. And um, the intervention is taking place right now in Brownsville. Uh, what we do, what what we do is we go into the community. We put positive messages, mental tools, affirmations on the trees or poles, mm -hmm. and we also. Um, well, this time I gave out green smoothie samples. Okay, I collected data uh, with a spreadsheet, like a Google form spreadsheet, mm -hmm. and also uh, I had like interacted with. Um, I had people come out like volunteers, and I had like really. Just I wanted to get more like when I first started I wasn't interacting with people in the community, mm -hmm. so I wanted to find a way to interact with people in the community. And b believe it or not, people really think that green smoothie is to make you shit and doodle and is not good for you. Oh wow! And this is the the mindset that we have in the community. Right. People are scared of what's healthy for them. Mm -hmm. This is how deep the brainwashing of our people is has gone. Mm -hmm. And this is why I'm in the community. It's like taste it, try it. You never know, you might like it. 
a person had threw it out in front of my face. Like, you know, and that's not me to get upset because that's not my purpose to get upset at that. Right. It's just to expose you to it. You know, but I started Chalk Heroes because I feel like uh, there's been plenty of times I've been down. There's been plenty of times where I needed some help, a hug. And I wish something in the street in my community would lift me up. Mm -hmm. So it's coming from that place, knowing that, okay, if no one else is going to do it, then I'm going to do it. I feel like it's my job. And I'm going to do this until the day I die, leave this earth. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to touch as many communities as I want and need because we never had healing after centuries of genocide. Uh, slavery mm-hmm. uh, and all of a sudden it's a choice now you know I'm not gonna get there but we we had <laughs> no healing from any of these uh, trials mm-hmm. and tribulations and I truly believe that we need healing for our people definitely and out of all things that you can like put out into the, like the neighborhoods and the communities for us to read like what made you land on affirmations so, like what are affirmations to you uh, what are three things you're grateful for something to say to yourself every day Question your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Pain is temporary. You know, I am's. Uh, so those are like things I put out there. Um, you and know. why do you think like affirmations are important for us to like read throughout their communities? Um, the best way to learn is repetition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're always seeing it every single day, eventually your mindset is going to, it's going to, something's going to click. It's going to be a day that you might need to see it. It's going to, it may not be for everyone, but it's going to be for who it's meant to be for. Mm-hmm. And I had people say, you know, uh, okay, you put out there, re- like one of my famous affirmations is recreate yourself, recreate your energy. And people have said, you put that out there, but what if someone want to recreate, recreate their energy to be a mass killer? I said, that's their uh, prerogative. Right. That was never my attention when I put that sign out there. Mm-hmm. So people, you know, have a way of trying to make something negative. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and um, and I had confront that with my, my attention is not that. So if my attention is not that. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, I definitely think that is definitely necessary and needed. I don't know for you, but, mm-hmm. like, personally, this was, like, a. I mean, our last episode was two weeks ago. So mm-hmm. these past two weeks has kind of been tough for me just for, like, the new the media and black women. Like, mm-hmm. we had the Waffle House incidents. And then we have, like, Khalees coming out with all the. And then it's just, like, women is being bashed kind of left and right or just kind of just unrecognized. So, like, what are, like, your daily affirmations that mm-hmm. you say every morning or whenever you say your affirmations? Mm-hmm. And what are some, like, I guess, affirmations or a, a spoken word or something that I guess you can say to kind of encourage black women that are listening to keep going and to keep doing what they do and don't let all this other fuckery discourage them. I would say, because I recently have gone through something myself. And also, um, I, I want to mention that Brandy incident too. I don't want to like, you know, over that about the, the incident that happened in Canarsie not too long ago about mm-hmm. that black woman chopped up and mm-hmm. like no one knows anything, of mm-hmm. course. But yeah, it's been a tough, right. tough, tough couple weeks for black women right now. Or yeah, for me. it has. Yeah. I think, well, I would start with the Waffle House incident. And this is a, not a popular opinion. Um, I would have to say sometimes black women, we fight for things that we have no business fighting for. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in that incident, I heard that she wanted something and they wouldn't give it to her. And she really was persistent about getting it. I know that predicament where you're persistent about getting something. But I think sometimes we have to choose our battles and fight. Okay. To the point, if they say they're going to call the cops, I'm out there before you do all of that. That's the that. fight is over for me because yeah. I don't got time for it. You know what I'm saying? I would have been drove yeah, off. Yeah, I don't have for sure. time for I it. I got cutlery at the no crib. No plastic fork and knife is worth 
the the rest was gonna come. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think the fight. What we we choose. What we have to choose to fight for. And we don't. Sometimes we don't always choose the right things to fight for or the right people to fight for. Mm-hmm. And myself, I'll fight for people sometimes and keep fighting for them for no reason. This is true. You know what I'm saying? When you when you have added value to yourself, as much we can, we have to keep adding value to ourselves. The more value we add to ourselves, the men they know they recognize that, mm-hmm. and they treat you differently. So I really truly believe keep adding value to yourself. That value may be a certificate. Mm-hmm. That value may. What be, do you mean by adding value to yourself? Like. Like when I say a certificate, I mean take a class for for your, for what do you want to do in life for your okay. career. I say pamper yourself, soak your own feet, rub your own feet, mm-hmm. get your eyes and nails done, do your own hair, get your hair done. You know what I'm saying? Really get get your own income. You know right. what I'm saying? Get get your own uh, house to stay in. You know sometimes, or if you're gonna share a space, just make sure you have your side of it. You know, really add value to yourself so that when you leave a situation or someone try to play you. You got your value because mm-hmm. no one can take that away from you. This is true. No one can take away the fact that I teach kids every day and I get my joy from that. No one can take that from me. Mm-hmm. And when I leave that relationship, you know you can't take that from me. No matter how much you say to break me down. Mm-hmm. You can't take my poetry away from me. That's another value. Like these are things that I have established for myself that no one can take away from me. Mm-hmm. So as a woman, we need to establish things for ourselves that no one can take away from you. No one. No man. No anybody. Mm-hmm. And once you get that, please. And I do love seeing you all the time on Instagram with your kids and everything. Mm-hmm. So where, where do you teach? Or, uh, it, like, is it okay to say? Yeah, I okay. teach at um, Far, Far Rockaway Queens. It's a, called Challenge Challenge Preparatory, Preparatory Charter School. Perfect. Um, and, yes. And so. what, it's, what is it like? Because, like, I, I feel like I've worked kind of, like, you know, and had gigs in schools around, the uh, like, the New York City area. And I just, like... I, and I've grew up in in like the system, I guess, like the whatever they give us, if you want to call it school. Um, so, like, what is your experience like there, like um, teaching children, or like I guess like learning? What is it like teaching children well, in Far Rockaway? Children are a reflection there? of their home, and parents yeah. deny that, and that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Parents act like their children at five years old is not learning a lot of behavior from the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, children are smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> than we were ever at five years old. And that's a big problem because when you think you're too smart at five, you don't learn. And right. You don't listen. Because you know everything already. Yes. So that's a big problem, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I feel like this generation is moving quickly, you know, and I feel like easily distracted. If you're not a teacher that keeps their attention, they're not going to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning that the time is becoming faster. And as teachers, the the system is not hiring the best. You know, they're not hiring the best. And at the end of the day, every teacher is a, a human being, a regular mm-hmm. person. So the school system to me, I, um, I love what I do. Like, I love what I bring to them. Mm-hmm. And what I bring to them is the, uh, how can you say, the unconventional teacher, the one that's singing in class with you, the one that's... The di- cool teacher. Yeah, the one that's <laughs> dancing, you know, the one that's tell- disciplining you and still winking your eye at you and laughing with you at the same time. So um, with discipline, though, like, I guess what is your idea? Or what is what, what to you would be, like, the proper discipline when it comes it to dealing with It depends on the child. Okay. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I got children that will listen <laughs> when you say it one time. Uh-huh. And then I got children that will listen to you and run away from you. Uh-huh. And uh, cro- and then when you tell, when you when you are holding their hand to leave to take a walk, fall on the floor while you holding their hand. Mm-hmm. So they just walking and dragging. Mm-hmm. I have kids. It's just different kids. So some kids get the simple 
can you sit down, please? And, <laughs> and, and uh, give me level zero, please? Uh-huh. And they'll do it. Then you have the other kid, I'm going to count to 10 <laughs> and give you 10 seconds to make a choice because you have to make them feel like they're in control, those type. Uh-huh. And make you give a choice. And if you don't, then we're going to have to call security, call your parent, or change your color. Okay. Yeah, You have to, like... For some of them, I really have to be like, I'm going to call security on you to get them to sit down. Wow. Kicking chairs, throwing chairs. It's not an easy job. I know. It's not an easy job. It's not an easy job. And it was, um, well, me and Mars Mercury, we actually were eating some Ethiopian food at Bunna Cafe. Shout out to Bunna Cafe out in mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Nice. <laughs> um, and we were kind of just talking about, like, kind of what you were saying earlier on, just knowing your value and yeah. everything. And I was saying how, like, it's important for us or, like, for, for black women or black children, black girls to know that mm-hmm. kind of at a young age, like, in these, the, the the children that you're teaching so mm-hmm. like how can you i guess teach little girls to know their value at such a young age affirmations you can help them you can make them brainwash themselves okay by thinking that they're the most talented skillful beautiful and adding value to them if they like music put them in some type of music class mm-hmm. if they like poetry writing like my mom knew i like writing but she never furthered it for me mm-hmm. she never helped me write a book she never put me in writing class and stuff like that so i feel like from from my experience growing up if your child has a gift and you see and recognize that develop that gift mm-hmm. don't just look at their gift and, and just brush it off and not develop it and a lot of parents do that and that's mm-hmm. why uh, uh, a child that has this gift at a innocent um, state where they can get so far with that because they're innocent and they don't care about people's opinions that's the best state to cultiv- cultivate yeah. the gift you know what I'm saying so if you don't catch it then then you're my age and you have to wait till you go through some big tragic experience mm-hmm. to dig deeper and then get back to your gift right you know so it's like it's this thing going on where 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 we're not getting the opportunity to cultivate our gift as children because we're not having the right parenting, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get, then we have to go through a lot of trials and tribulations, adults, to find our purpose and gift. But we did have it as a child. But it's like what Kanye West said. One line I really love from him is, "I'm fighting for custody of my inner child." Okay, that line is the most realest line ever. Like. I'm daily fighting for for custody of my inner child with creativity, with poetry, with with how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Watching children, they don't they always in the moment. Something can happen in 10, 10, one minute and boom, the next five minutes they over it. Mm-hmm. And I envy that about children. You know, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I really try to have that disposition because I think it's a wonderful way to live, you know? And with the children that you're teaching in Fire Rockaway, do you are you teaching them the affirmations? Um, so what I do with them is Individually, I have my relations with them mm-hmm. because um, I our school is overcrowded right now. Okay, so we're we're actually it's like thirty two kids in one class. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So all the what te- are the the ages really quick? Five, five. Okay, I, five years. Yes. Okay. So being that I'm I'm the teacher that goes to all three of these classes mm-hmm. because uh, the sixth grade don't have their classrooms because they were supposed to get trailers built. That didn't happen, so they pushed class together, kindergarten, first, and second grade. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a really rough year. And because of that, I've just been going to different classes, so I don't get a chance to to uh, do the, the take over the class and do affirmation with them as a daily routine. So I just have my relationships with them individually. Mm-hmm. And that's about 90 kids. And how mm-hmm. is it um, tough to teach? Because, you know, kids are known for having, like, ADHD, quote-unquote, oh, or whatever. So oh, not it hard for me, to because I'm, I'm just with them. I'm loud, running around, <laughs> bad, animated with them. Uh-huh. So it's definitely not. I put all my energy into it. So it's definitely not. Like, I can teach them anything. And what are some daily affirmations that you say every day? Um, I use my five senses. Um, I'm obsessed with it. It's so basically right now, 
I want, like, if I want freedom right now, I would say I hear freedom, I see freedom, I smell freedom, I taste freedom, I feel freedom. Okay, I like that. Um, yeah, so, in, in, and I invite you to use that as well. It's using my whole five senses to feel it, mm-hmm. to see it, to, to manifest it. And lately, I've been doing that and really manifesting some things that I didn't know that was going to cause me a lot of pain. Mm. When you ask for things, the universe will strip away, because if you're asking for that, then it has to strip away the old. Yeah, yeah. And I've been stripped away a lot of things lately, and... It's all for the better. It's all for the better. And I and I said and I told myself, thank thank I thank myself for not letting anxiety take over me. Mm-hmm. Every day. How do you deal with anxiety? I f- it sometimes it feels like my heart is is like melting inside of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like doing something that I can't control. And what I do is I'll get into the moment. Either I'm going to play some music I'm going to look around, see what's going on, get more into the moment because obviously I'm in too much into my thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. So I need to get more in the moment. I need to feel more, see more, hear more, taste more, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why people people, people are emotional eaters yeah. because they're only using one sense. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. a lot of people do use what I use, but not all the senses sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to use all of them. Like what am I hearing right now? What am I smelling, tasting, feeling? And that helps my anxiety calm down okay and stay balanced you know what i'm saying so yeah okay and then also too i kind of want to talk about like sisterhood yes because i feel like that's definitely important especially just being Mm -hmm. a black woman like it's it's important being surrounded by people who get you yeah right so what is sisterhood to you um sisterhood to me is right now i would say extremely broken and uh why do you say that because I've been through so many different experiences where I've seen women fix a relationship with a man that probably disrespected them crazy to the core. Yeah. But they still find their way back texting them or calling them, making up with them. I kind of want to step in real quick. This Uh is kind of what me and Mars Mercury was talking about earlier. And it goes on to what you were saying (laughs) with knowing your value. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we had a whole discussion up in Bona Cafe about this because, like, I was saying that, like, women, um, women, it could be all colors women, but in particular, we're talking about black women. Like, from my experience in women that I know, we seek love elsewhere because we're not getting it at home. Like, we don't really know what love is. So when we meet a man and he's telling us that he's giving me, like, he's giving us love, whether it's through his fucking hands or verbal abuse or whatever it is. I mean, it could actually be love, but, like, well, I'm talking on a bad situation. But, like, you know, so we... We take that as love and we don't really know what it is until we go through that and then we realize it's not love and then we figure out what love is because we experience it through probably another a sister or, or a mother or someone else. So it's just like I feel like knowing your value at a young age. So if you have child or children um, and you have a girl, a black girl at that, like it's, it's important to teach your, your young girl at a young age her value. So when she do get older, she won't take any shit from anyone, honestly. Right. Yeah, I just right. wanted to say that. No, that's, yeah. that's very true. That's very true. And I think that's why. Um, but yeah, we can go back to um, the I, sisterhood. That's, and that's why I would say that that's why it's broken because as a child, I was a very honest person my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I see in sisterhood, being honest is... Like a problem. No bueno. You know, it's it's a problem, and I'll be so. Conf- Why do you think it's a problem? I think it's a. I think pe- it's a problem because people are not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. So how dare you be honest with me and I'm not honest with myself? 
But they're not telling you not honest with themselves. But I know you're not being honest with yourself if you can't take my honesty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If my honesty hurts so much, you're not honest with yourself because your own honesty will hurt more than mine. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like when people are honest with me, my own honesty to myself hurt way more than somebody else's honesty. Yeah. So I can take that. Um, So I feel like sisterhood is broken because as women, like, I see men create groups, gangs, rap groups. They go, they blow up. Mm -hmm. They be blowing up. All these men rappers out here, they blow up because of their team. Mm-hmm. And they damn near won't probably all men. And I'm like, what is it? You know why? Because men can argue right there and then and be like, yo, Maybe bro. Maybe right after. Yeah, bro, bro. Night. Or not even solid right there. They'll go home with an attitude and everything. And then the next day, yo, bro, you still going to the um, games? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, like, we we're, we are too attached to our emotions and feelings. Women. Yeah. So how do you think we could improve the sisterhood then? Let go. Let go of everything, all of our baggage, all of our fears, our insecurities. Like, we have to let go. Like, we have to like ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we don't like ourselves, we're not going to be able to like others. I have so many I had so many girls uh, burn or sting me, sting me, if you will, but that doesn't stop me from connecting with other women. Right. And loving other women. Like, I don't care. It's not going to, like... It's not going to stop me from doing that. But other women don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And they do. Like, I, what's so crazy is I had a girl hit me up as soon as another girl that was in my life blocked me. Okay. The same happened the same day. She blocked me. The girl hit me up from, we haven't talked probably in a year or some change, almost two years, I believe. And she used to stay with me. It was a big thing with her and her man. They was just calling me out my name, stuff like that. I had stole my, something out of my house. Mm-hmm. It was a really big thing. But we... Got over it in a way, but we mm. wasn't cool anymore. Still, it's two years passed by, whatever. But you like, like, kind of, you just forgave her and moved on. Type yeah, thing. we just moved on. Yeah, and I never said I gave her, but I got my stuff back. It wasn't. I was petty how I did it because yeah. I posted it online, everything to get it back because I was I was doing it privately. But she wasn't trying to respond. God is working on all of us. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but look, when I, when I do something privately as well, you don't respond, and then you respond publicly. That says a lot about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want people to know. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They don't do it then. Yeah, because you're not living in that right, truth. Right. <laughs> don't do it then. So you know, and she hit me up recently to go out for dinner or whatnot. And I was so surprised. But the, the, the universe was showing me that don't think that her blocked you out of your life. Don't think she'll ever she'll ever forget or can ever forget the blessings that you have implanted in mm-hmm. her life. So the universe was showing me. People will always come back because you was really a loyal and genuine person, Rosella. And the universe, the universe had to show me that because I was feeling a type of way. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you? Like, I let you stay in my crib and stuff. Like, peep, that's why I feel so is broken because people forget what you do. People are so forgetful. Yeah. That's like it's like we it's like old people don't get amnesia no more. Young people get amnesia. <laughs> this is true. Like I help someone stay. I let people. I let some girls stay in my house for two months because it's an emergency. Mm-hmm. I even told her with my own writing, two months is too long. But I was being nice and said, okay, you can. I can help you out. Didn't charge anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, and it's like people for people forgot that. Yeah, because people are so focused on them. Yeah, is they what forget it is. that. It but makes it makes your heart want to turn cold. Definitely, definitely, and that's why it's important to kind of just keep mm-hmm. true to you. Like, right. don't let other people how other people treat right. you change mm-hmm. you. Right. But you were saying earlier too about like how we can fix sisterhood is like basically learning self love. Yes. So, like, what do you think is the first step towards self love? Being honest with yourself. Okay. Being brutally honest with yourself. Okay. That's I think that is like the perfect step, like. Your weirdest emotions and feelings 
diagnose that shit right there, right now, in that second and moment, in your own damn head. Mm-hmm. Don't let that shit pass by. Sometimes we let thoughts pass by too much like water, and we don't stop this flowing stream mm-hmm. to reflect on those thoughts or feelings that we're having. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really truly believe diagnose yourself, diagnose your own self. Okay. You know, and I think that's where it begins. If you have depression, anxiety, diagnose yourself and then get the help. Okay. That you know definitely makes sense. Like do that for yourself. Okay. Like I di- I diagnosed my I diagnosed myself with um insecurities. I, so what yeah. I started doing was listening to motivational speeches every morning, brainwash mm-hmm. myself. I started looking in the mirror, brainwashing myself. Right. I started going to the gym, working out, eating right. the right foods, you know what I'm saying? So I diagnosed myself and I got it right. So now I don't got to be jealous of the next chick cuz I'm fly too. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm on the same wave. You like know, I definitely so, see my insecurities and see mm-hmm. what I don't want myself to be like right. I want I know the woman I want to become and the woman that I am mm-hmm. so anything that's not that I face it right. and change it right. so it's just like I, mm-hmm. the body I want I'm working towards it I'm going to the gym and doing whatever's necessary and the whole insecure and all that things too so yeah that was a great answer thank you for that I kind of want to go ahead and um, talk about like holistic health because um, I see that you do have like a, col- um, a consultation service with holistic health mm-hmm. and everything so if you want to kind of start <laughs> on that so what is what is holistic um, health so holistic health is just basically the whole body, the mind, the soul, the spirit, mm-hmm. the, what you eat. It's just the whole thing. But the reason why I created, um, the why I started doing holistic health consultation, I call it recreate yourself, mm-hmm. is because I had um, got hit by a car and had inflammation in my knees. Okay. And it was bad. Like, I was going through a lot of pain. And that was here in New York? Mm-hmm. And basically... So basically, I had to look up what was causing inflammation. It was a lot of white bread, white rice. And I was eating a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I can't do this. I can't. Like, I'm too young for this pain. <laughs> so I started be- I started creating a more alkaline diet. Mm-hmm. And everything changed. Like, my skin was cured from eczema. Wow. Yeah. Like, I um had more energy. You know, I could go to sleep for four or five hours and I feel sluggish. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the inflammation is gone. I could work out again and, and lift weights and stuff, you know. So I feel like our people are going, is we're, we're, we're in war with food as well. Definitely. That's another war. Yeah. I feel like with the, the war, I just want to say this yes, really quick. Yeah. Because, like, me, I, as y'all know who listen, like, I say all the time, I'm from Compton, West Side, mm-hmm. stand up. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, just moving here, um, I went vegan here. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like, I've kind of, like, adapted that healthier lifestyle since college, which was back in Cali as well. But mm-hmm. I, I noticed that when I go back home, it's, like, always seen as, like, a white thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was always, yes. like, that white girl yes. who eats fucking acai bowls and, like, fucking green juices and yes. shit like that. So it's just, like, yeah, we... I feel like that's a problem. We see it as it's not for us. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. 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 So basically how much do we value ourselves or how much we have, how much have propaganda manipulated us? Yes. So, you know, it's, and that's what that is about. And that's why, you know, I do try carols and I, I kind of started like a no sugar campaign. And mm. like it was a point where I had I was a program director in an after school program where I could create my content, and I started a no sugar campaign in the school where we wore no sugar signs. We were making I was teaching the, the kindergarten through third grade how to make smoothies. We were talking about diabetes and high blood pressure. So definitely I definitely bring that knowledge into the school when and I have the opportunity. I, now mm. that I think about it, it is in the schools as well though. Like mm-hmm. if you think about it, if you reward it, you get candy and shit like yeah, that. So it's right. like and sugar is like the worst drug yeah. there is. Yeah, like right. that's I'm still fighting that fucking drug right, habit right, right now. Right. Like sugar's a fucking drug mm-hmm. i don't care what anyone says mm-hmm. that's really great that you are doing that no sugar campaign because mm-hmm. that, that that's where it resorts yep 
definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when people um, hit you up for like a consultation for the holistic health, like mm-hmm. what can they expect? Um, they can expect the real raw conversation and they can expect the story of why I begun um, holistic health. And they could expect me to let them know that, you know, I don't have all the answers, but I will seek if I can provide for whatever it is that you need. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I never wanted to seem like I know it all. So I just want people to, I, just, I like to see what people know about the the, lip, the the lifestyles first. Do they know anyone that do it? I, I like to get to see what they know about it before I start rambling on about all of this and that and they know something about it, you know? Right. So, you know, uh, it's real smooth. And, and, and then after the consultation, if they want a product, my product, it will be... Uh, like a shopping list mm. or uh, with over 100 items it would be benefits of being vegan or if it's if it's a, a target uh, disease like one time a person had acid reflex so mm-hmm. I just had a gave her as, a acid alkaline diet so I gave her a list of what's acid foods and what's alkaline foods and then a shopping list of alkaline foods okay. so it depends on you know what I can help you with because I can't help with everything because I'm still studying myself but you know what I told myself is that I don't have to um I don't have to wait to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you know, I can still start and begin where I want to begin and start at. Right. Because you're going to yeah. keep continuing to learn anyway on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, too, I want to talk about um, earlier you were saying like poetry is like your baby. And mm-hmm. I do see that you're doing a lot of hostings on like a lot of poetry type events, mm-hmm. spoken word, or just like black empowerment mm-hmm. events. So like how did you get into poetry and, and everything um, and hosting and all that? I got into poetry. Uh, I always used to write. Like, I always wrote growing up. Like, I was always a writer. Um, I got into poetry when um, one of my good friends from college created this Dean's List tour. Mm-hmm. And I was oh like, yeah, I was like, I want to get on that. And, you know, I tried out for it. What's his name? Um, Scott Morris. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Scott Morris. Yes, yeah, we went of to Dean's John Jay tour. together. Yeah. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay, yeah. Scott, mm-hmm. I'll see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I wanted to get on that tour, and I got on it. And I wanted to get on the No Boys Allowed tour, and I got on it as well. Mm-hmm. And... Most of the time, I was the only poet, mm-hmm. you know, but I knew my poetry had to stand out in order to make it on a tour because mm-hmm. you have to entertain people. Right. So what I did was I combined poetry, dancing, flashing lights, mm-hmm. costume, all together in one. And that's how I got on the tours by just being, by by combining all my talents together. Mm-hmm. And so do you like journal? Like uh, I just started journaling again. Yeah, yeah. I stopped for a long time, so I just started journaling again. And I I can't find my journal because I just moved to my place, so I can't find it. I'm looking for it, so I hope I find it soon, so I can journal. But I've been using like random pieces of paper, okay. another book for now. And what is it like for you? Because I hear um, a lot of people have like their kind of like <laughs> styles of journaling. Like someone, my friend Tony Ann. Hey boo, I'm gonna Facetime you soon. Um, yeah. Tony Ann, she was telling me how um, for her journaling, she writes basically what she's thankful for in advance. Mm-hmm. So she was saying how she don't want her journaling to be about anyone else. I think I said this in the, another episode, but she wanted, so she like, yeah. for example, she wants to make a Dean's List. If she's right. in school, right. she'll write, I'm thankful for being on a Dean's List right. and things like that. And then I have another person who like writes legit about their day, right. like whoever pissed them off or whatever, they right. let it all out on the notebook. So like, what's your style of journaling? My style of journaling is releasing. So if I'm pissed off, I'm releasing that on paper. Okay. Uh if I'm if I see something if I see something or have a out of the ordinary thought that I want to remember, mm-hmm. then I'm journaling. If I'm watching something and it provoke me to write, then I'm journaling. Um so just those are like the I would say the three main um things that provoke me. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we do have to wrap it up just okay. a little bit because of like timing. But um, I just want y'all to know, I know this interview is great because I'm having a great time <laughs> speaking to Rosella. So this is not going to be the end of it. I just want you to know this too, Rosella. Okay. Like, I'm going to be back for more. Okay. Whether it be another episode or okay. Avocado and Honey Live. Okay. But is there anything else that you want to say before we do go into the next segment? Um, or I, I kind of actually do want yes. you to say something okay. to black women um, okay. to just encourage us to like, if, it, if you want to say like a spoken word piece or just something off the dome right now. Um, um, to black women, I would say, you know, let's heal our, let's let's really heal ourselves, and not be afraid of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like we we give so much to men a lot. We give them the the communication that we should give to our sisters. Sometimes mm-hmm. we give them the love and affection that we should give to our sisters. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and I feel like we've been separated. Uh, by gender for a long time and we need to really stand up for ourselves and get together and get it together right you know? I have one more question though mm-hmm. like why is sisterhood important sisterhood is important because the female energy naturally creates and re- and gives birth to things mm-hmm. like give birth actually to humans if I can be more specific yeah. so imagine us giving birth to ideas and spirit and wars and, and rebellions please like okay. we already give birth physically, so imagine right. getting giving giving birth metaf- metaphysically. Right, please, man. Right, that's why they want the woman to be down. Right, because we have the womb. This we got the birth. Like we we the what we create this shit. Create all of it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they don't. They want us to be second. They want us to c- confuse us. Mm-hmm. I'm not confused no more. And who? Oh, her? He said it again. I'm not the women no in the more. back, y'all. Like, I'm not confused no more. No. These men will manipulate you, bring, try to bring you down, and they don't got a dollar in their pocket. Some days to try to blame it on you. That is y'all. when you going to work every morning trying to get your dollar. You putting in the work, and they ain't. And they just, uh, yeah. They put in the work, but they doing it at their own pace, and they don't want to do it at your. Uh, they don't want to take your advice. They don't want to take do it your route. They want to do their own route. And it's so easy to manipulate the mind too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Okay, really quick though. I know we already already mm-hmm. kind of closed out the end because I kind of want to talk about gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Can you define that, or do you know what gaslighting is? It sounds so I'm gaslighting is kind of like same. It's kind of like what you were saying um, before. It's kind of basically manipulating. So like yeah. it's me. Like for example, if you're in a relationship, you being the guy, I'm the girl, and I'm yeah. coming to you saying something that's bothering me, right. and instead of you like acknowledging it and trying to like assist it, you kind of make it feel like I'm just crazy and right. i'm feeling it i'm in my head right and it's just like you know it's me right so it's just like i feel like that's so popular amongst friends and amongst like just relationships and it's just like don't do it i guess and if you notice like i guess like your your feelings are valid i guess i, I just want to say it. so if you feel some type of way and someone's trying to convince you otherwise i guess what you need to do is just go with what you feel mm-hmm. i, I want to say that because it's 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 crazy because people can have you thinking some crazy shit. Yeah, they can. That's why I said, like you said, know yourself and, mm-hmm. and, and, and have your value and know that what you have inside of you, people can't take away from you. That's true. And That's once you know fact. that, you live in life to the fullest. Straight facts. Like, yo. because at the end of the day, you can always recreate your own energy and your own self. Mm-hmm. So I, you went through a breakup two days ago. Today, I didn't go through a breakup. I had somebody over last night you feel me so but Drake say had a man last year life goes on yeah like <laughs> it really do you know especially when you 25 and you still got a tight pussy yeah like, <laughs> but please, no, I mean, if you're like, older you can always make it tighter right with like, only eggs and shit yeah right? but you 25 you got a tight pussy you're you, young tenor you don't have no kids yet your like, hips in the gone <laughs> you, you, you got it you got something ready girl know the you're warm you're yeah. a hot pocket <laughs> so 
You ain't got nothing to worry about. You ain't got nothing to worry about. You a hot pocket. I know you kind of answered this question earlier, but I do want to ask you. um, So, Rosella, what do you plan to do before you die? Um, Before I die, I want to have Chalk Heroes in my holistic health consultation heal as many black people as possible. Mm-hmm. White people too, but my people, we need it the most. Yes. You know, I really like focus on my people because that's who, who I grew up with and who mm-hmm. I know. So I really want my services and products to help people, my words, my poetry to land people's hearts, you know. Mm-hmm. I really want to help people recreate themselves and recreate energy on mm-hmm. this earth. You know, I want to be that, that moving force to do that. Okay, that's so beautiful. And I just want to say, because I know like, I feel like this interview went by so fast, yeah. like, and I, I want to talk to you so more, uh, so much more, or, fuck, I can't even think right, but, like, I will be having a live episode coming soon, and I do want you to be a part of it somehow, so we definitely will collaborate in the future. I just want y'all to know, like, Roselle's going to be back, y'all, because I know y'all loving her, because I'm loving her, so just know <laughs> thank that. You for ha- thank you for having me. I appreciate it <laughs> oh, so much. Oh, no, thank you. You have thank no you. idea. This, this conversation was super refreshing. I think yes. it was really necessary, especially now, because it's really a, a, a fucked up state right now, mm-hmm. how they just, like... They, I mean, they always doing black women dirty, but right now it's just like I'm I'm ready for war right now. And remember, honestly. black women, let's not fight for everything. That yeah, that too. We don't we don't have to fight for plastic forks and, and knives and stuff. That, we yeah, don't have that to. was definitely it wasn't. You worth know what I'm saying? Like we really have to learn how to. Like I've caught myself saying, "Yo, why are you wasting your energy fighting for this?" Okay, well, like, <laughs> really quick though, like what would you say something that would be worth fighting for? Uh, like what situation where you say it's it's okay? Like, what I, like my community. If yeah. I see cops in my com- like one time I seen a lot of cops in my community. I don't see women telling cops get out our community and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we fighting our men and stuff. Like I be yelling like I be like it's too many of y'all on this block. Y'all need to get out. Right. <laughs> like it's our community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we need to know what to fight for. Our communities. They're taking the property from under our damn noses. We ain't gonna have shit left for the next generation. That's true. That's what the hell we need to fight for. Yeah. Fight for your money so that you can buy property for the next generation because they taking it from under our nose. Yes. That's the hell we need to fight for. Yes, yes. That's yes. what we need to fight for yes. because what we fighting for is, is is nothing. We need to really fight for property, economic freedom, economic independence, so that we don't have to sleep with these powerful men to get places. You know what I'm saying? We need to create our own for our own damn selves. Girl, whoa, yeah. And if they're intimidated, oh, too well, damn bad. Fucking, oh, well. Ain't my problem. Get your shit up then. I've been listening to a lot of music, so I have another quote from J. Cole. Mm-hmm. And J. Cole was like, plus how they feel, I ain't got shit to do with that. <laughs> you feel me? So right. mind your business and keep doing what you're doing. Right. But um, let's go ahead and go into the Lemonade Pick of the Week. Mm-hmm. And this week, I do want to give it to a really dope um, duo. It's my friend Vanity and her mom, actually, Aisha. Um, Aisha, she has <coughs> two beautiful daughters, and she basically took it, the initiative to make some a hair product for for her daughters to make sure their hair is growing healthy and strong. So she created two girly, two curly girls hair tonic. And I actually purchased um, the oil a month ago and I've been using it on my locks. And my locks are definitely growing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but within the month, um, yeah, my hair is growing lovely and it smells like fucking earth. Um, I love it. It's uh, completely 100% organic, all natural products. Every oil that you use is probably in this bottle. So it's just like one concoction in one. So I just want to shout her out for taking the initiative to doing what she seen that wasn't there. Like she seen that void and she filled it. So shout out to you, Aisha. And if you want to purchase two Curly Girls hair tonic, um, you can 
excuse me, follow their Instagram, which is two, the number two, curly underscore girls with the Z, hair tonic, T-O-N-I-C on Instagram. Uh, purchase the hair product. Tell them Avocado and Honey sent you if you do. Um, shout out to you, Aisha, and shout out to you, Vanity, for being so dope and just being a black woman, you know, taking initiative and getting shit done like we always do. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now it's time for To Love a Black Woman. Mm-hmm. So that's where you, Rosella, you get to say something that you love about yourself, or you can say something that you love about a particular black woman, or you can say something that you love about black women in general. Um, I love that black women are so versatile. And I love that we have so much attitude. And we have Why do you, why do you love that? I love that because when we go anywhere, like no one could compete with our energy and spirit when we together. This is true. Like nothing and no one. Like when we all together and we in good spirits and we not in our feelings. We are powerful. Word. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yo. We are powerful. I want to share a story really quick. Mm-hmm. Me and Mars Mercury, we went to Philly Museum mm-hmm. la, uh, like uh, a week or two ago. And it was just us. And we brought with that energy, though, that beautiful energy because we was feeling good. It was mm-hmm. 420. We was on level 10. Right. And we were just, you know, up in there just trying to learn about us, learn about art right. and stuff. And then the way that the black workers at the Philly, shout out to Philadelphia Museum, the way the black work, the black workers there welcomed us, it mm-hmm. was like legit. Like we, like they were coming home. Home. It was so right, right, Mars Mercury. She's back here, y'all. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just, it was so dope, like how welcome it was. And I swear to God, it, it felt like they'd never seen a black person before in their life. But you're right, that energy we bring, we got to keep that shit up. Yep, gotta keep that up. Shout out to black women, y'all. Yeah, shout out to black women. <laughs> <laughs> so Rosella, uh, where can the people find you online? How can they um, find Chalk Heroes and like the um, holistic um, consultation and everything? Um, so you can find Chalk Heroes on Facebook. So it's just Chalk Heroes with not an E S, just an O S at the end and then you could find me on instagram rosella so just r-o-s-z-e-l-l-a-a mm-hmm. and then on facebook is rosie energy so it's r-o-s-z-i-e rosie and the energy and the holistic health consultation is just uh free holistic health okay. at free holistic health on instagram Perfect. Mm-hmm. And as always, you guys can find me at underscore Smanji on all social media platforms. <laughs> Again, follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram so you can stay up to date with all things Avocado and Honey. As well as if you um, fuck with this episode or if you like any other episodes, be sure to tell a friend, like, subscribe, just spread the word on Avocado and Honey so we can keep this growth going. And I know, again, like I love this conversation, but the fucking library is closing right now, so we do have to leave. So I will have Rosella back. Hopefully, yes, thank I you mean, for having you me again so much. Back, yes, of I, course. Thank we you. have to have, continue these conversations because yes. it's so important. Like we have to keep learning. We have to keep growing together. Yes. So, um, yeah, shout out to y'all for just being great. I know this has been a stressful week with all this Kanye and mm-hmm. other bullshit going on, but just keep watch out for the um, the Zodiac gang, the Zodiac girl gang coming to New York City. What's oh. we're gonna have a girl gang of all Zodiac signs. Hey. Um, it's going to be Aquarius, Geminis, Taurus, Cancer Girls, Scorpio, Sagittarius, uh, Pisces, Aries, okay. Libras. We're going to have a Zodiac girls game because <laughs> I feel like I truly feel like we need to have a girls game. We do. And we do. I don't. And it's going to be like a real game. A ge- yeah. Like we're going to be actually like helping. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> be a, it's like a superhero bang gang and gang. Like we don't play around. Gang, 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 gang. We come up into events. We shut it down with the truth. <laughs> like, we come to spread a message. Like, with Jesus and his crew back mm-hmm. in the day, that's how we're going to be. Yo, I fucks with it. And I want to yeah. be a part of this. I know yeah. you Aquarius already, and I'm an Aquarius. Exactly. So, we, I mean, we, yeah. we use two Aquarius or right. three or four yeah, or five. I mean. it, yeah, exactly. And it, it could be, but 
the the overall goal is to have all signs eventually. Okay. It could be more than one. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Well, I look forward to it. And mm-hmm. I look forward to being a part of it. Because yeah. I will. I follow you on all your pages mm-hmm. and everything. So I will be staying up to date. Um, again, thank you for tuning in to Avocado and Honey. And words can explain. I know I say it every week. But I, I really do appreciate you guys for tuning in every week. Again, um, if you have someone that you would like to be the Lemonade Pick of the Week, please DM me on Instagram at the Avocado and Honey Instagram page. Or um, email me at avocadoandhoney at gmail.com. Again. Again, you are appreciated. Until next time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye. Bye.